We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Sponsored by FanDuel, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm Jake Letarski, joined today by John McKechnie. If you're out there on Twitter, please give John a follow at Johnny McKex. You can follow me at JakeSki52. John, with regards to Strasburg last night, to break the ice a little bit today, I, I got to ask, what's the first thing you break when you find out your starting pitcher has been scratched and it is too late to make a change? I don't know if you've ever seen the movie uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story with John C. Riley, but whenever he gets into kind of an emotional pickle, uh, he tends to run to the bathroom and rips all the sinks out of the wall. So that's kind of my uh, strategy for when my starting pitcher gets scratched, just go and just rip the sink right out of the wall. You know, yeah, you know, I mean, you can't good go stress wrong relief. See, you can't go wrong with that strategy. I tend to, see. I gotta keep a heavy duty case on my phone because my phone will get it when I see that news on. Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, um, yeah. I mean, usually when that happens, it's just okay. I'm gonna watch uh, some HBO or something tonight because uh, baseball is a bit of a lost cause here. But yeah, a lot of frustration with Strasburg. The scratch after lineup lock. That was rough. A lot you can do just a just a bit of a tough break there with Steven here. But uh, let's let's move on to the Tuesday night slate. We've got a full 15 game slate. 57,000 entries in today's MLB squeeze. 
Uh, so big time tournament, big time cash payouts there for just a three dollar entry. Definitely want to check that out. Now that's a tournament, what we'd call the GPP. But we're gonna get things started off with a little cash game discussion here. Top tier options on the FanDuel slate here. We've got Jose Fernandez at twelve thousand, Johnny Cueto at eleven thousand. Thor at 10,900. That's Noah Syndergaard against the Royals. And then we got Chris Sale at 10,300. So loads of aces on the mound tonight. Are you going to that well for your cash game pitchers tonight? Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm going to go with Johnny Cueto here at 11,000. His numbers against Pittsburgh are, are just too good to pass up. You know, a lot of them uh, come from his days uh, with the Reds. Uh, but, I mean, we got a really significant sample size here. I mean, he's got... A career 18 and four mark against the Pirates with a 2.13 ERA and a .984 WHIP and 186 innings of work against him. I mean that's a, it's pretty significant there. And then his numbers at PNC Park are even better, where he's 10 and two with a 1.91 ERA with a .951 uh, WHIP. So I mean some of those numbers, you know, coming against Pirates teams from from the past that uh, this is before you know McCutcheon, Marte, and all of them were kind of leading them to the playoffs every year. Uh, but still, I think those numbers stand up and. Then and you think about it, uh, Cueto's got a, a better supporting cast around him than he usually has in the past with the Giants, and they're in first place looking really good. And the Pirates have really been scuffling of late. I, I think they might have been, they might have fallen under 500 at this point. They have the second highest strikeout rate in the bigs over the last two weeks, uh, and they have the second lowest weighted on base, uh, only better than the Phillies, who are, you know, it's debatable whether they're even a major league lineup at this point. So, I mean, that's pretty astounding stuff coming from the Pirates. You definitely want to target Cueto going against them and they're just two and eight in their last 10 games I really think that Cueto has all these factors working in his advantage here and I think he's gonna uh, be a really safe play tonight yeah now I know Jeff Locke got the pretty big upset win over Bumgarner on Monday night here but that brought the Pirates up to 34 and 36 so struggling quite a bit lately and uh, I mean you gotta like Cueto's win probability he's going against uh, William Boscan here or I'm sorry Wilfredo Boscan it's like a, a mix of Wilfred and Alfredo something like Big Boss <laughs> there or something yeah. like that but I actually had to look up who this guy was and you know respectable numbers this year hasn't started yet but has thrown 12 innings in the major four runs on nine hits so it pretty average there I got to like the win probability there and you know you go back and you look at the Vegas numbers here and uh, the, the Giants are minus 139 road favorites so you got to dig that for sure uh, for my pick personally I'm going to go back to that win probability well here, and I'm going to pick Jose Fernandez. I think he is as chalk as it gets on Tuesday night, going up against the Braves at home against Bud Norris. So, so not a very threatening opposing pitcher. you got Marlins at minus 237 favorites, Jeez. according to Vegas. Now, I was pretty pretty shocked when I saw Stephen Wright and the Red Sox at minus 205 favorites. I hadn't seen anything bigger than that lately. But we do have that with Miami tonight. And, you know, Bud Norris pretty inconsistent and there's little about his peripherals that suggest he's much better than a four or five era type pitcher. exactly so it's a matchup to target typically for hitters but you can also target the opposing pitcher and then you mentioned the Phillies offense that has been so bad. I mean, the Braves are right there with them in that tier. I mean, you've got a team that's sunk so far down. Braves second to only the Phillies as far as worst weighted on base percentage, 278, and worst weighted runs created plus, another metric I like to use when looking at starting pitchers. They have a 72 mark, and 100 is supposed to be the benchmark in that category. Right. So well off uh, the league average and the league expectations there. So uh, it's a matchup to target here. Uh, I like Fernandez. You do have to pay up a little 
little bit for him, 12,000 for Fernandez as opposed to 1,000 for Cueto. But I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't knock anybody that wants to go Cueto tonight either. I think they're both pretty chalk picks. And in, in contests such as your big double up, I think you're going to see 15 to 20% ownership on both, yeah. if not a little bit greater than that. All right, well, let's move on to hitters, John. There's a lot. Uh, I think it's going to be a big hitter day because outside of the aces, you're going to have to find a lot of value. There's some big over-unders on the slate here. I guess we'll do it top to bottom, position by position. Uh, let's start with the catcher spot, John. I'm going to start us off with uh, Wilson Contreras of the Cubs coming in at 2,500. Now, he's a pretty new guy uh, to the major leagues, just recently recalled. Only uh, one start under his belt, I believe. But uh, f- from what it looks like, uh, he's going to be starting behind the plate three out of every five days uh basically he's just not going to be catching for lester arietta but they got jason hamill on the hill tonight so i believe he's going to be in there and he hit fifth last night uh and he performed pretty well i mean he's got a good track record thus far this year at triple a he absolutely dominated his competition with the 353 442 593 uh slash line with 28 extra base hits and his uh strikeout to walk ratio was almost one to one so i mean he he's he's a tough to tough guy to get out you know he's going to get on base uh so far with the cubs he's two for five with a homer he's going up against adam wainwright a guy that's you know not quite who he used to be at this point so you're not as scared uh of playing a batter that's going against wainwright as you maybe used to be so 2500 that's kind of towards the lower end of of uh, viable catching options for tonight and i think that he gives you a lot more upside than other guys in that sort of price range yeah the price has gone up a little bit since yesterday when i meet when he made what i believe was that either his first start or really close to it he was 2200 yesterday returned six and a half fantasy points so not bad i do like the matchup and and everything else about him for tonight you know uh, wainwright hasn't seen his this type of hitter yet he dominated it was the pacific coast league in the minors so maybe the numbers a little bit inflated but i still think at 2500 Contreras has a good chance to hit value i'm gonna get out the wallet and shell out 400 more for victor martinez tonight he's going up against james paxton who's been stellar since coming back except vmart's been pretty hot lately uh it was just last week uh less than a week ago that he had a 56 point fan duel performance three home runs yeah that's pretty much what you can hope for from your starting pitcher but uh so he was solid has the potential to do that and he has a 421 weighted on base percentage against left-handed pitching this season for those that follow that metric that is an excellent mark so uh i think uh vmart's pretty chalk and at under three thousand he's pretty affordable there yeah that's a that's a great price you're getting for vmart with mm-hmm. that kind of upside going against a left-hander so yeah. i definitely like that pick a lot you usually see him in the 31 to 34 range so right. uh really digging that tonight uh, what about first base john there's a lot of uh first base is a position that you want to get a lot of points off you want to bank on a home run uh, who are you looking at this evening I'm going to go with Brandon Bell. He's a guy that I haven't used a ton in the past because generally I, I don't think his pop upside compared to some of the other top tier first baseman is quite on, on that same par, but I really like his chances tonight. He's, he seems to have been locked in a little bit more of late, uh, especially in terms of uh, power where he has like four home runs over the last two weeks. And he's going against Boscon, who we mentioned before, uh, doesn't have a start at the big league level this year. Uh, and for from uh when he was on the hill as a reliever earlier in this year he was topping out around 90 so uh belt's going to be facing a pretty soft tossing right-handed pitcher as a left-handed first baseman bat i really like my odds there so i'm going to take belt here even if it is a little more expensive at the 4100 price range but yeah i mean the, the matchup just too much going in his favor for me to pass that up tonight 
Yeah, Belt was a name that kind of jumped out at me a little bit. Uh, I mean, he is cheaper than guys like Paul Goldschmidt, 4700 Edwin Encarnacion, 4400 um, A little bit more expensive than Jose Abreu, 3900 I think all of those three are pretty reasonable options. Uh, the thing that, that gets me, though, is seeing Prince Fielder down at 2300 mm. Now, I know that's risky with how terrible he's been, but if you're looking to use an ace like Fernandez and you need salary relief, you could do it there. I mean, we'll, we'll give you a few other options for salary relief as we move along but that is one way to do it and you're going to be able to capitalize with very low ownership percentage with prince i mean FanDuel is begging you to take prince almost like they're begging you to take john carlos stanton a couple weeks ago right and they're doing the same with prince as long as prince is in the lineup i mean he's got the he's got the righty lefty matchup that uh that we'd hope for tonight and uh you know there's a reasonable chance i don't think his career's completely over yet he has a decent chance to uh maybe do some damage against desclafani that is of course if uh, he still gets to start and the rangers haven't lost their patience with him yet so that's something to consider there how about the second base spot, John? There's a few decent options tonight, and uh, you, you've got uh, one of your Orioles this evening. I do. I got Jonathan Scope going here tonight, 3,300. Uh, he's just been as locked in as I've seen him, and I, I watch the Orioles pretty much every day, and he, he looks uh, just totally dialed in right now. At one point last night, he was eight of his last 11. I mean, that's pretty serious stuff. And, you know, when you got Machado out, uh, the Orioles have been kind of l- – looking for you know some production towards the top and middle of the lineup a little bit more than they normally need to uh so Machado's going to be out again tonight. I think there's a chance with how good Scope has been of late that he moves up from the bottom third of the order somewhere into the middle. So you definitely have to like that. And he's going against uh, the Padres and uh, Perdomo. Is that it? Yeah, uh, I would guess that's how you say it. Luis Perdomo. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, he's just... Uh, very middle-of-the-road pitcher at best. And uh, Scope actually has better numbers against right-handed pitching than he does against lefties. And it's going to be in Camden Yards, 3,300. That's a pretty solid deal for me. Uh, And, you know, his track record, not just over the last few games, but all of June, where he's hit 324, 364, 577 with four home runs and 13 RBI in the month of June. Uh, I like the trend there. So 3,300, I'll go with Scope. Yeah, sneak peek. I'm a big proponent of an Orioles stack tonight. I mean, you've got Perdomo who takes an ERA that's almost nine into Camden Yards. I think that, and he's got, already got a 20, almost a 22% home run to fly ball rate on the year. Uh-oh. So I'm, <laughs> I, I'm picking on, I'm trying to get lefties. I, I didn't mention Chris Davis specifically in my first base section, but I think he's an excellent first base option. So I just want to throw that out there. Uh, as far as second baseman go though, I, I, I like your scope pick. I think that's a great piece of an Orioles stack. I'm going to shell out just $100 more, though, and look at Devin Travis tonight. 3400 Guy's been swinging a red-hot bat lately, and he's get a, he gets a favorable platoon matchup this evening. In his last, he's, he's got a seven-game hitting streak going on, hitting 481 over that span. So I think there's a really really low floor for him if you're going to use Travis, especially in cash games. So I'm really liking where he's going there. Uh, what about third base, though, John? Uh, there's always a lot of intriguing options at third base and uh, you've got one here today uh, that I that I'd like to hear some more about for sure I'm gonna go with uh, Evan Longoria here tonight uh, going going up against let's see here going up against Kluber I believe in the Indians here so that's uh Yep, it's good. Yep, going up against Kluber and the Indians. Okay, yeah. So Kluber's a guy that's definitely been struggling of late. He's a guy that's been just getting tagged for runs all over the place. And I know that Longoria has 
excellent career numbers against Kluber. He's 6 of 16, uh, three RBIs. He's got a home run, uh, six strikeouts, but he's getting on base at a 444 uh, clip against him. So I think that, you know, Longoria has been a guy that hit, hits out of the third spot in the order. He's been uh, st- kind of one of the only consistent bats that the Rays have been able to rely on uh, this year, and he's he's getting a struggling Corey Kluber. So I definitely like uh, my chances here with Longoria tonight, so I'm going to pay up for him. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to pay up for a guy at the hot corner, though, for me, I think Josh Donaldson against the left-handed pitcher has got to be as chalk as it gets here. You're going to have to pay top dollar, though. 4500 is uh, not a price tag that's particularly favorable that a lot of people like to look at, but I think you're going to get value big time for that type of price tag here. Another third baseman that I would like to look at, we've been talking about salary relief a little bit. Wilmer Flores is just 2000 minimum price. He wow. should be starting for the Mets tonight. Maybe not hitting out of a prominent spot in the order, but $2,000 for Flores, and he's facing Ian Kennedy, who, you know, right? it's a righty-righty matchup, but Kennedy's given up eight home runs to right-handed hitters this year. So, of course, if you have the cash, go Donaldson if you want to punt it. I like Flores here on Tuesday night. Now, what about the shortstop spot, John? I'm going to go with Trevor Story. You know, anytime that his his price uh, dips down to like this area, he's down at 2,800, which might be as low as I've seen uh, for him. He's going against the Yankees in in Yankee Stadium. Uh, Obviously, that's a little bit more favorable if if Story were a left-handed bat with the short porch and right, but still, uh, it's not exactly a pitcher's park, regardless of which side of the plate you hit from. So at 2,800, I mean, he's just got, like all the upside in the world uh, for for that sort of price range, I just think it's uh, it's like you said about Prince Fielder, just Fanduel like begging you to play him. I, I kind of feel the same way about Story, and I feel a little bit safer even about using him in that Rockies lineup out at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I'm a little bit perplexed as to why his salary goes tumbling down whenever he's not at Coors Field because he can still hit home runs outside of Coors Field. Yeah, he's yep. got to do it in Miami, or I'm sorry, not in Miami tonight, or yeah, in Miami tonight, but. Uh, but, but 2,800, I, I can never knock anyone that wants to play that. I also really like Tulo now that he's back, only 3,000. So if you're going to do a Blue Jays stack, a Blue Jays right-hander stack in particular, which I think is a great idea against Patrick Corbin tonight, uh, you, you could use Donaldson. You'd have to pay up for Encarnacion. It's a pricey stack. But Tulo at 3,000 at least gives you uh, some flexibility with your lineup. So he's someone that you have to at least consider, uh, you know, if you're going to go to that Blue Jays well. Uh, what about the outfield, though, John? You know, there's uh, some chalk plays, but there's also some decent value plays here in the outfield. You've got a guy who's been hitting really hot lately. You want to tell me a little bit about him? Yeah, I'm going to go with Justin Upton to start out with. And I know that, I mean, maybe this comes from my, like, several shares of Justin Upton in season long and any sort of hint that he's turning things around maybe I'm getting a little too excited about but I mean uh, he is 10 of his last 30 he's got four home runs in that stretch he hit two last night including a walk-off I believe he's got 13 RBI uh, in the last week so that I mean that's just insane numbers right now and at 3100 I'll take it he's going against a lefty uh, a guy in James Paxson who I do like a lot tonight actually but I am going to go with Upton I really like the combination of price and uh, recent production there Uh, then Michael Taylor uh, 2700 going against the Dodgers going against Kazmir I really like the you know the lefty righty split that we have going on there I don't think the Casimir is what he used to be by any stretch and it looks like Taylor's just kind of figuring things out he doesn't look as lost to the plate where he was just striking out every time up so I definitely like that and then uh touching on the on that Ranger stack that you mentioned earlier uh, I'm gonna go with Ian Desmond at 4,000 against Desclafani who uh 
you know, I have Descalfani in a couple season long formats, and uh, yeah, it's he's been, it's been disappointing. It's been a rough ride, and I think that Desmond is uh, not going to be very friendly to him, nor the rest of the Rangers tonight. So those are my outfield picks: Upton, Taylor, and Desmond. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down the list a little bit, try to find some uh, some valuable plays. I, I do like your plays. I, I'm big time in on that. Uh, but this is a night where I'm gonna consider. Going back to maybe some beleaguered sluggers. One of them okay. is Giancarlo Stanton. He did get the home run last night. His price is only 3100 So, you know, he, there's a chance he could finally be getting back on track. And if that really is the case, uh, you're going to want to buy in early while his price is this low because I, I, I assume it's Giancarlo Stanton. By the end of the year, he'll be back over 4000 Yeah, once he hints that he's stringing together multiple games with the power surge, like his price is going to yeah, skyrocket gonna very skyrocket. quickly. You know, another beleaguered slugger that is, uh, you know, been really cold lately is Andrew McCutcheon, and his mm-hmm. price is all the way down to 2800 But you got to remember that when Cueto pitched with the Reds, McCutcheon got several good long looks at Cueto. Oh, yeah. He's got 62 career at-bats, and although batter versus pitcher matchups kind of hit or miss sometimes, I think 62 is enough of a sample size to really make some uh, make some decisions off of. So, sure. uh, I mean, he's 18 for 62, four home runs. So at the very least, based on his cold play lately, he'd be a decent contrarian play for tourneys because there'd be some upside there. The ownership might not be all that high. Right. And finally, if Alberto Almora Jr. starts for the Cubs tonight, 2000, that's a decent outfield punt play. I mean, that's as, that's as cheap as you get, minimum price, and could get you a couple base knocks in there. You never know. So a uh, decent punt play for Almora if you're trying to fit in your Cueto or your Fernandez here. So out of all the hitters, all the pitchers, you got to pick one guy for your chalk play, John. Who are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go with Cueto. I just think uh, not. This is about as as sharp as I've seen Cueto look over a season uh, in recent memories. He he looks just dialed in right now. So I really like him. And then those career numbers against the Pirates, especially at PNC Park, that's enough for me to go with uh, him at eleven thousand as sort of my chalk play of the day. Yeah, you know, I can't knock you there too much, but I'm going to pay up the extra 1000 for Jose Fernandez. We're going to butt heads a little bit on this one. I think Fernandez against the Braves, Jose Fernandez at home, Jose Fernandez in a game that the Marlins are minus 240 favorites nearly. I just, I got to go with him. Uh, I'm not going to say that doesn't make sense, man. I mean, the, yeah. any anytime you get a pitcher going against the Braves, like you love it, and then Fernandez is just dominant i mean he's going to rack up so many strikeouts tonight and i think he's going to get the win too uh pretty safely so mm-hmm. really solid pick there at twelve thousand. yeah the only downside i think is going to be really high ownership yep. percentage so uh you know but at the same time you got to consider you know wh- what that's going to mean for if you don't have him in your lineup you know that could be costly right all right but what about stacks john you got a favorite stack of the day i think the rangers going against descalfani i I, you could have either righties or lefty uh, Ranger hitters going against Escalfani. I think anybody top to bottom in that lineup is going to have plenty of success. Uh, the Rangers are just clicking right now. I would not be surprised if they, if they chase Escalfani pretty early, get to that Reds bullpen, which is also terrible. So I'm going to go with the Rangers. I think uh, that'll be a bankable play that, you know, it's not just a matter of them getting through Escalfani, but they, they got that bullpen to look forward to as well. Yeah, absolutely. I love the point that you make about the bullpen there, but just because they're absolutely dreadful and maybe a little bit better lately, but not all that great. And I mean, in Descalfani's last start, he only lasted two and two thirds inning, which means a ton of bullpen time. And they ended up uh, surrendering eight runs in that game. So righties, lefties, it doesn't matter. Against the Braves, right? Yes, that was against the Braves. Hello. So, I mean, there was uh, we've talked about that offense and how awesome they are on the show. So (laughs) something to uh, watch out for. My stack 
fact, John, I'm going with your Orioles tonight. I, I think there's a lot to like there. You got the hitter-friendly ballpark. Uh, I mean, especially the left-handers, especially if you're going against Perdomo there. So Hyunsoo Kim you should be able to find for under 3000 Pedro Alvarez is a solid option if he gets the start. And then, of course, uh, I didn't mention Chris Davis initially in the first base area, but 4200 for Chris Davis. Uh, one thing you want to watch, I'll jump to the weather portion early, is there is a little possibility of some rain in Baltimore, uh, 69% actually. So showers and thunderstorms could be in play. Uh, you can't really rule out a postponement for that game. So as much hmm. as I love an Orioles stack tonight, you're going to want to check the weather on that first. Check right. the radar especially. Make sure everything gets cleared up there. MLB season is here, and that means Daily Fantasy Baseball is back. Go to FanDuel.com to play now. Building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back tonight and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1, so anyone can play. Get in on some action at FanDuel.com here. Speaking of some of those contests that are $1, uh, there's there's some tournaments that are $1 with big-time profit potential here. Uh, if you find yourself a nice contrarian pitcher that happens to succeed, and typically have to take some risks in those formats and if you're going to enter a contest like that at gpp tonight john who are you looking at to maybe consider as a pitcher i, I think i'm going to go with uh, james paxton here uh the mariners lefty 7500 he's going to detroit and he's going against verlander so i mean those are two factors that you don't necessarily love uh for paxton you kind of you know if you're getting a mariners pitcher you kind of wish that he's going to be at safe go um but i'm still going to roll with him paxton has just looked absolutely electric lately and I, I believe he leads the majors in average fastball velocity amongst left-handers I mean he's dialing it up uh, 97 miles an hour plus uh, so you you like his ability to, to uh, generate some swing and miss stuff here and I understand that the Tigers uh, their best hitters do their damage from the right side of the plate you know guys like Cabrera uh, V Mart uh, but they don't have JD Martinez so that's one less guy I'm gonna have to worry about there so I I'm gonna go with Paxson here He's got a 286 ERA after a nice string of starts. Uh, you know, like I said, Tigers lineup is definitely respectable. So, I mean, pa- Paxton might have a very low ownership. Uh, but with that, I mean, you do have room to profit from there. So. Yeah, man, someone better uh, introduce me to Paxton's trainer. I want to get on a supplement program here because 2013 average fastball velocity, 94 point nine 2014 94.8 2015 94.2 and i know it's a small sample size this year but 97.5 this year that's three miles some heat an hour ahead of his career average very good for uh, a lefty there so uh, uh there's a lot to like with paxton for me i know you're a big proponent of the rangers stack tonight john i'm gonna go with a pitcher that's gonna be behind that nice. lineup in colby lewis uh 7600 so roughly the same price i mean the rangers are minus 175 favorites in there so that's pretty solid uh win probability for a pitcher kind of in that middle tier and then you've got the reds right in the middle of the pack with the 317 weighted on base percentage against lefties this season and just a shade below average with the 95 weighted runs created plus so not terrible but also not really good and of right. course we all remember lewis uh, lost his no hitter in the last inning of his last game there so uh he's got the momentum i mean Colby Lewis, eh, I, could, I would almost call him a cash game. However, looking at some of the peripherals, like his FIP and his strand rate, I think there is some regression coming eventually. Right. I just don't think it happens against the Reds tonight, and I think he's got a good enough chance to get the win there just based on uh, what we've seen so far. So I've alluded to weather before. We typically wrap up the show with weather. Of course, you mentioned the Padres and the Orioles seem likely to, to get a rain out. 
You're also going to want to keep an eye on the Rockies at the Yankees. Only a 22% chance, but still a possibility there worth noting. And we've got a 33% chance in New York for the Mets and the Royals. So keep an eye on those weather reports. We've got it right here on Rotowire. We've got Partners Forecast IO, Weather.com, and Weather Underground all, all working together to get us some weather reports there. Right. So uh, hopefully we can get you uh, well set for tonight's slate of games on FanDuel. Because, of course, uh, yeah, once once we're locked, we're locked. So we're not going anywhere there. True. All right. Well, Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast brought to you by FanDuel, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Remember that first-time FanDuel users that make a deposit of $25 or more via Rotowire can get six months of complimentary access. Otherwise, to check out rotowire.com on your own, just go to rotowire.com slash pod. That's rotowire.com slash P-O-D. Once again, I'm Jake Latarski. You can find me on Twitter at Jakeski52. And I'm John McKechnie. You can follow me on Twitter at Johnny McKex. The Rotowire Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast will return Wednesday with Benny Riccardi and James Seltzer.